Jamie Winkupper and Paul Dumbrell have won the Bathurst 1000. We look back at Australia's great race today on Inside Motorsport. I hope you'll stay with us. Jamie Winkup has driven to his fourth Bathurst 1000 victory. He spoke about the pressure he felt as David Reynolds in the Bottolo Falcon was closing in on him late in the race. Uh, for me, for me, the car was the car was fantastic. What what wins this race and what's won it for uh, for pretty much everyone in the last decade is a fast car. Um, I had that today. Uh, I was able to conserve tyres and fuel uh, in that last stint. Um, and yeah, hey, I can't thank the team enough. Um, can't thank PD enough. He uh, he he got absolutely smashed by uh, by most of you guys before Sandown. Uh, that he wasn't going to do a good job. And he handed the car over to me, uh, leading the race on both occasions. So. Um, very, very happy uh, with PD and of course uh, Triple Eight now, um, five from ten. We've been here ten times, so we're a 50% strike rate, which is a pretty cool stat. Paul Dumbrell, who retired from full-time racing last year, has managed to pick up a Bathurst victory with Wing Cup, and he was speechless at the press conference. Oh, well, feelings. Um, yeah, you probably can't can't describe how how you feel because I can't really describe it. I can't really put my finger on it, but. Um, the day was phenomenal. Um, you know, off the start, I uh, sort of thought I was going to lead and then sort of just put the conservative hat on. And then I think lap three, I uh, was going into the chase flat out and the front right window blew out. And, and straight away, as soon as you, you hear the noise, you think the worst, um, obviously, and, uh, and came in. And we, we were struggling for a bit of straight line speed after that. But the boys did a phenomenal job to peg a window back in and a bit of race tape, a few cable ties and stuff. So... Um, it was actually a, quite a quite a good day from from there, and and and, and J Dub obviously you know he built a, I think a, a nearly 20 second lead or 15 second lead there where he handed the car over, and and we had a few safety cars and a few tire a few tire issues as well. But um, J Dub got on the radio actually under the safety car, put the headset on, and gave me gave me a few tips about the curb. So had a chat to him and called him a champion. So obviously he <laughs> delivered that in the back end of the race. So David Reynolds is certainly a man who walks to the beat of his own drum and he was in fine style following the race. To be 100% honest, I actually, driving up here, thought I would come down to the last lap and I'd be behind a Team Vodafone car and I'd lunge him like Senna and Prost and I'd take him out and make myself look like a dickhead. 100%, 100% thought that on the drive up here to Bathurst. Well, you certainly didn't do that. Just talk us through the last couple of laps, David, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, let's get serious. Because down, down through the S's, twice you had a little bit of oversteer on the approach to Forest Elbow. Is that what cost you the chance? Uh, possibly. You know, my rear tyres were pretty shot at the end. Um, I was pushed hard to get past Courtney. You know, after the first, after the last stop, we were playing the conservative game. Um, just driving to a good fuel number, saving heaps of fuel so we could have a big attack at the end there. And by the time we were ready to fire, you know, I think I used up the car a bit too much. But, you know, things to learn, to next, things to learn for next time. Dean Canto also thrilled to get his first ever podium in V8 supercars. I had every faith in Dave. Um, you know, the car was strong all day. I knew what the car was capable of and, um, you know, my, my job was done. So I was just sitting there and, and hoping for the best. But uh, obviously it was a fuel game. And uh, my engineers were going, no, he needs to save more. So, and then there was engine warning lights on the uh, telemetry, big red one come up, and I thought, oh, that's not good. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we made it. So, um, yeah, apart from that, my day was pretty cruisy. The, um, the way the safety cars fell, I really didn't do that many laps. I think just did the bare minimum. But uh, that's all right. It was good. I'm not sore. So Dave did the hard yards. 
He certainly did. And Dave, you shaved your head when you uh, won the Australian Formula Ford Championship. What are you going to do to Dean? He's got no hair to shave. <laughs> I'll just give it a kiss. I'll give it a pat. Have you ever felt his head? It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I kissed it on the podium. Did you see that? That was gold. Could I say one last thing? This is like a serious thing. You know, sure. I, I was doing qualifying. He did race setup. I lost. He won. Thanks, bro. <laughs> For Craig Lowndes, his barnstorming run saw him work his way back to third position. But naturally, the question was asked, was stacking in the pits once again the cause of him coming up short? Um, basically, um, we have uh, uh, didn't have the car pace in the middle of the race. It wasn't conserving fuel. It was just we didn't have the pace. And I think that uh, we worked on the car during the day and uh, at the end we actually had... Good set of tyres and, uh, you know, we made uh, a big change to the car in the roll centre and uh, it actually and the track gripped up and it actually came to us towards the end. So we struggled uh, most of the day, so it's, uh, you know, fair to say that we're pretty happy where we were. And uh, just talk us through the uh, the tyre issue you had earlier in the race. What did you do to stop that representing itself? Was it tyre pressure related or was it something you did with the kerb use? What did you do to go longer on the set of tyres that obviously was a problem early in the race for you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Luffy had the tyre issue. It, um, we, we had a few little niggling problems throughout practice, but uh, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, it's a hit and miss, really. It's one of those things you go out there and you look after the tyre and you still get the problem. You go out there and, like I did in that last set, and grill them and basically didn't have a problem. So it's a hit and miss, and there's obviously something on the track that we're all running over somewhere around the place. All seems to happen on the left-hand side. We were getting front problems. The other car was getting front and rear problems. So, uh, you know, who knows what we're running over. Something, obviously, as I said, on the left-hand side of the car. Lowndes and Luff combined to win Sandown, and they were looking quite good for this year's Bathurst 1000. And Luff was thrilled to be on the podium. Yeah, look, you can never uh, you can never discount Craig with sort of 10 or 15 to go. As long as he's within a sniff of the podium, um, you know that he's always going to give it 110%. And, um, look, it was a privilege to sit down there and be able to watch Craig do what he does best. And um, and that last 10 laps was just awesome to be able to watch. Obviously, for uh, for PD, he was pretty nervous. But uh, for the for us, our side of the garage, we were just sort of willing Craig on and, uh, and to watch him sort of reel off those lap times and be able to catch uh, Caruso and then obviously Courtney. And, uh, and the move on Courtney I thought was uh, pretty special. Jamie and Dave, that last run, you both looked like at different times you were trying to conserve fuel, conserve tyres. Can you talk through that period of the race, particularly when you were, Jay, uh, you were battling with Courtney and you would have seen yourself build up a bit of a gap? Yeah, um, James, James had serious pace on there um, with, you know, with 20 laps to go and, uh, and was looking dangerous. I had no fuel. I, I, had, to, uh, I had to conserve fuel. But the last thing I want to do is lose track position as well. So you take a bit of a punt. Um, I used more fuel those three laps years behind me. I, I actually didn't conserve at all um, to the despair of the guys back in the pits. Um, but then, you know, as the, there's, always, uh, there's always a bit of luck go your way in, in every race win. Um, and thankfully, uh, James did have a, a tyre issue, obviously pushing extremely hard using all the kerbs. Um, and then that little break, as soon as I got that gap, I just used absolutely every tenth of a second of it to, uh, to conserve as much fuel as I can. And um, as I said on the podium, we only had about 100 mil left <coughs> at the end. So, um, yeah, very, very dodgy. Uh, yeah, for me, um, as soon as I got in the car, we were saving the, the last two stints and... You know, Jamie was setting the pace. I was trying to sit in his toe the whole race and try and conserve that way and by rolling out. And I was on maximum trim and and just so we could make it to the end. Uh, James, they told me he pitted a lap later and he was on full attack. 
and you know there was nothing I could do about it when he passed me to Forest Elbow. Um, then I saw him having a, lift, a few little like oversteers. I thought he had a blown tire or something, and then they asked me to go to Trim One, and I was on maximum attack. I passed him down Conrod Straight, and I didn't see him for the rest of the race. Um, Craig, this week has been largely all about celebrating former winners, Bathurst legends, among which you are one. Jamie's now won four. Is he a Bathurst legend? Oh, I'd think so. I think Bargs was part of that whole role. I think he's won one. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say yes. <laughs> okay, then, is he a super legend because he's won four? Hasn't won nine yet. Oh, look, he's, he's, there's no doubt that uh, Jamie's talented and there's uh, no doubt that Team Vodafone have got uh, the right uh, car and combination and the team behind them to make, uh, you know, th this is, as Jamie said, was all about uh, a team effort and uh, the team come together today. We had some hurdles we had to overcome uh, with both cars and uh, they were able to do that uh, pretty slick. And, uh, you know, the strategy was, uh, you know, good enough to be able to give us track position uh, or Jamie track position and get us into an area where we needed to be to, to push to the finish. So um, when you've got that combination, when you've got a teammate like Jamie that's, uh, you know, he is very talented. There's no doubt about that. So um, you need to nick off and go do NASCAR like Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair... And can I say something? Oh, Sorry, folks. <laughs> To be fair, I was walking around all week telling everyone that myself and Dean were going to be the first non-legends to win Bathurst. <laughs> we were pretty close. <laughs> Jamie. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.